Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Argonauts podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Anselmo, here to talk to you guys today about your favorite team in the CFL, your Toronto Argonauts. Now let's get started. It's been a while since I recorded our last episode here. Thank you for listening. Let's start off with the newly adds to this Toronto Argonauts roster, the signings of wide receiver Darius Robertson Jr. from Wayne State. Um, wide receiver Demonte Coxey signs as well from Memphis University. Uh, linebacker Solomon Ajayi has signed with the Argonauts from Liberty University. And probably the most interesting ad um, so far uh, in this brief offseason that we've had is actually wide receiver Ernest Edwards. Uh, he was on the Edmonton Elks last season. He was a star at the University of Maine. He was actually an All-American. Um, he decided to take a shot at the NFL with the LA Rams. Uh, he went to camp. Unfortunately, it didn't go his way. He didn't crack a spot on the practice squad. Uh, so he came over to Canada in the CFL. You know, he didn't have the craziest seasons with Edmonton, but he can give you that kick return and punt return value um, that, you know, this Argonauts team could use. He's really fast, and he's that offensive kind of weapon. With the coaching staff we have here, I have no doubts that they could find a place to put him, and I think they could find, you know, that really good jolt of energy that we can use from Ernest because, you know, we have seen that he certainly has the talent with his time with the University of Maine. Uh, you know, he can really show the flashes of brilliance. So I'm really looking forward to him on the roster. I think he's going to have a major season if he does crack a full-time spot and if, you know, the coaching staff gives him that opportunity. I think he's, you know, one of those players that he's really held himself accountable and he's really looking forward to next season and um you know this was all just i uh been reading a couple articles on him he didn't seem happy with uh his nfl stint so i'm sure now here in toronto uh you know under the lights of the six i'm sure he could definitely find something here and strive so rooting for him uh he's a really fun to watch player i remember him uh, from last year with the elks so uh ernest welcome to the squad but with that, let's go to extensions and re-signings for your Toronto Argonauts. Let's start off with defensive lineman Fabian Foote has been extended. Defensive back Matt Boateng has been extended. Defensive back Robertson Daniel has been extended. Uh, defensive back Cam Glenn has been resigned. Uh, Devaris Daniels has been extended. So, you know, the Argonauts, they have kept busy. Uh, pinball has certainly been on the move and uh, you know he's really keeping this roster in shape and uh, you know we are in the offseason probably the most boring time of the year but pinball has somehow managed to find ways to keep the offseason interesting and always giving us something to talk about with his tenor as you know the general manager of this Toronto Argonauts franchise but one of the biggest talking points on today's episode is about another ad and signing I didn't mention earlier because I wanted to save this to go more into depth. The Argonauts have signed a quarterback. Now, this quarterback is not McLeod Bethel-Thompson or any of the big names like Jeremiah Masoli, which I talked about on episodes prior. It's actually Austin Simmons, the 25-year-old quarterback. Uh, he spent parts of 2021 with the Ty Alouettes last year. 
He was originally signed by Hamilton in December of 2020. Um, you know, this guy played five seasons at South Dakota State, including a redshirt season from uh, 2015 to 2019, which is always good. Austin left the school with the second most passing yards, 6,487. Second most completions with 585. Third most yards of total offense with 7,531. And fourth most passing touchdowns, 52 in program history. So he certainly has the arm capability to be a really good quarterback within this league. Um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't really see it with his brief stint with the Thai Cats and Alouettes. But, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to be that big, pivotal quarterback here for the franchise. I think this might have been a depth move given, you know, the quarterback numbers that we have in the organization right now, the depth chart. So Simmons is a guy that I think could come in here into camp next year. I think he can try and compete for a spot. Um, obviously, if all things go his way, he certainly has the talent to be a CFL starting caliber quarterback, but it's a long shot without a doubt. So not one bit do I think this ends the quarterback carousel for the Argonauts. I do think McLeod Bethel Thompson is probably going to get uh, you know brought back, but I wouldn't mind an option from outside. And I talked about this on the last episode. Jeremiah Masoli is a guy that I have a lot of bias with because he was uh, the quarterback at the University of Oregon. So I wouldn't mind Masoli, but I also wouldn't mind another year of McLeod Bethel Thompson. I think Simmons could be a good backup um, to McLeod Bethel Thompson. Certainly, I don't want to enter the season with Austin Simmons as my QB1 unless he really goes through a monster offseason here and really grinds it out and becomes a superstar come training camp. But, uh, you know... I think Austin Simmons is just going to be a projected backup for the CFL long-term. So, you know, I'm happy with the Argos bringing in names and, you know, players under the quarterback position, but I'm certainly not satisfied with this being the only name. So moving on with that, let's go to the re-signing and extension of linebacker Hinock Muamba. He has been re-signed. He's a crucial piece of this defense. And I saw a lot of takes all over social media saying, let him walk because his age and all this. He is so happy to play here in Toronto. You know, he loves it here. He's playing at home. He was ranked 29th out of 30th on NFL, um, sorry, CFL free agents uh, this year. He's crucial in stopping the run. Um, you know, and he, like I said, he loves this city. I don't know how guys or fans want to move on from him you know he's such a good run stopper like i just said one of my favorite players i think he could have made a case for defensive mvp on this team last year in different spots obviously not like the devoted number one but you know we really saw when he was out of the lineup we were getting gashed down the middle many times and uh you know a lot of that goes to second half regression of some of our defensive linemen but it's still you know he knocked back He's one of my favorite players, um, and, you know, I think he's going to be huge. And I love his comment about, you know, he basically said, I don't really, I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically said, you know, we're not done building off of what we started last year. So that motivated me. I'm excited for next year. I'm excited to go. I wish it was summertime right now because I really want to see this Argos team, uh, you know, back in action. But moving on with that, the Argonauts did it. They re-signed my favorite player. Boris Beatty is back with the Toronto Argonauts. I was so excited when I saw the news. Um, you know, he's that kicker punter that takes up both positions with only one spot on the roster, which is crucial. He's really good at both. 
He's got that cannon of a leg. You know, he's super reliable. He's missed here and there, but I always have faith in Boris. And, uh, you know, usually I'm not the guy to get attached to kickers, but there's just something about his game that he is just so fun to watch. And I don't remember a kicker either in the CFL or the NFL or any football league that I've watched that I've actually had more, um, you know, attraction to actually being excited to watch them play. You know, of course, there's been many good kickers and uh, punters down the road, but nobody has been like Boris Beattie, in my opinion. To me, to me, it's just personal love for the guy. I think he's fantastic. I'm so happy he's brought back. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm really wishing this was summer right now. I'd love to see this team back in action. But with that, let's go to today's biggest topic of the episode, and that is Corey Mace has been named defensive coordinator of the Toronto Argonauts. And, you know, May spent 2016 to 2021 uh, in Calgary, serving as the Stamps' defensive line coach. Uh, in those five seasons, he helped Calgary lead the league in sacks three times from 2016 to 2018 and finished second in 2019 while also leading the league in opponent rush yards 86.5 in 2018, holding opposing offenses to a league low points 301 in 2017 and league low touchdowns only 11 and gain per rush 4.6 in 2016. He is certainly a fantastic add to this Argonauts roster. I'm so excited to see him as the DC here in Toronto. You know, a lot of people were like, well, why did we go after, you know, a guy with little experience in terms of, you know, CFL resumes, defensive coordinator, stuff like that. The stats I just read to you, this guy as a defensive line coach was an absolute monster. And one of the biggest topics I wanted to bring up was, um, you know, Charleston Hughes and the Toronto Argonauts mutually agreed to part ways. And this is a tough topic for me to talk about because uh, Charleston was probably the biggest reason I found my love in the CFL. Uh, I'm a pure defense guy. I said in the first episode of this podcast, I love the defensive aspect of football. Um, whether that be NFL or uh, CFL, any kind of football that involves defense, that's my go-to. And he, Charleston was kind of that guy, you know, as I grew up in this era where he was the mainstay, you know, defensive MVP um, for consecutive seasons. You know, he was um, two-time Grey Cup winner, led the CFL in sacks four different seasons, 132 career sacks, only three sacks behind fifth place all-time in the CFL. Six-time All-Star, without a doubt, he's a future Hall of Famer. Now, I know this was expected given his age and the salary he was owed, but, you know, bringing in Mace, who he has experience working with Charleston Hughes, and I know Charleston was kind of scratched in pivotal games down the line this year, but I really would have liked to seen what Mace could do with Hughes and maybe kind of reform his game a bit. And I know, you know, Father Time kind of got another victim here, and you know, you can't run away from time forever, and he did get old, but, you know, just an absolute monster on the field. So fun to watch. My favorite player of all time in the CFL, Charleston Hughes. I wish you the best in your future, um, and, you know, I'm always going to be rooting for you wherever you land. If this is the end of the road, you had a fantastic career, and you impacted my life and my love for the CFL tremendously. So thank you to that, but moving on with Mace, you know, the Vancouver native coached and helped mold players like Charleston Hughes, like I said, but 
He also worked with Micah Johnson and Cordero Law and Mike Rose into all-stars and dominant defensive players. Mace also helped the, the Stamps hoist the Great Cup in 2018. So, you know, Mace has a good track record. I didn't understand the complaining that I saw online. Like, he certainly has the resume to be an elite defensive coordinator here in the CFL. Um, you know, yes, maybe some people wanted a guy with a little bit more experience, um, given, you know, how the roster looks on the defensive side of things for the Sargonauts team. But, you know, I'm excited for Mace to take this opportunity. I think he's going to, like, somebody on this roster I think is going to completely break out. Somebody is. Given Mace's schemes and systems, you know, somebody, he's going to find something uh, where they're going to get to the quarterback. I really feel it. That's my hot take. I think he's a tremendous defensive mind. I think he's going to find somebody, maybe more than one, you know, maybe more than one, but I think somebody on this Argonauts roster on the defensive side of the football is going to explode next year. You heard it here first. Whoever it is, I, I'm maybe I, I'm going to save that for a future episode because uh, we still are in the offseason, so I do want to bring you guys more episodes and more content more frequently instead of large breaks. So I'll save that, but believe me, there is somebody that is going to break out on this roster. There is. There just is. I, I just I have so much faith in Mace, and his system is going to leave somebody to get to the quarterback in some certain scheme, and I have a feeling it's going to explode. So I'll talk more about that in a future episode to come, but here's uh, you know, a quote from uh, you know Coach Dinwiddie about uh, the Mace uh, hiring. So, Corey will bring a strong work ethic and a hunger to get better each day. He will provide great leadership for our football club and have a tremendous impact on the field, on and off the field. Sorry, last part I butchered it. But see, that just shows you, you know, I have a lot of faith in Coach Dinwiddie. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, they were calling him over and all that stuff. Throw that out the window. Yes, he did make some questionable decisions last year. That's what every coach does. He was a rookie head coach. You got to take the good with the bad, the ebbs and flows. I'm really looking forward to him next year. I think he's going to do a tremendous job with this football team. Whoever's, uh, you know, at quarterback, whoever's, uh, you know, the running back. And uh, I think this offense is going to be fun to watch. I think this defense is going to ball. I think with Mace here now, I think this team's going to be fantastic. And I think this is a 100% CFL contender next season. Um, I just I just don't understand the criticism they're getting. Uh, everybody loves pinball, but, like, the coaching staff has been – really under fire lately especially with the end to last year i don't understand it i think we're all growing together i think they certainly started building foundation here that we are going to see many good argo seasons to come so with that let's go to the 2022 coaching staff um ryan dinwiddie obviously is going to be the head coach and the offensive coordinator chris sweet is going to be the offensive line coach uh, mike miller is going to be the quarterbacks coach uh, pete costanza is going to be receivers and pass game coordinator Edwin Harrison is going to be running backs and quality control. Uh, Corey Mace, like I said, is going to be the defensive coordinator and defensive line. Uh, Kevin Iben is going to be the linebackers coach. William Fields is going to be the secondary coach. Joshua Bell is going to be the defensive backs coach. And Mikey Donovan is going to be the special teams coordinator. So I see a huge 2022 season coming for our Argonauts. I don't know if you guys are as excited as me, but I think with the way this roster shaping up, and I looked at the negotiation list, running back Bo Scarborough has been mentioned on the Argos. I would love that. If they bring him in, 
that's my guy. I love the Dallas Cowboys over in the NFL, and, you know, he's got a pass there. So, you know, I would certainly be buying his jersey. Um, but, yeah, you know, whatever. I think I'm a huge Bo Scarborough guy. So I hope they bring him over. Um, you know, this offense, I think it's going to be fun to watch next year. I really think it's going to be fun to watch. This defense with Mace now. I think it's going to be something special. Trust me. I, I see something here for sure with the foundation they're building. With pinball at the wheel, there's nobody I trust more. I am so excited for opening day, and it can't come soon enough. Thank you guys all for listening to today's episode of the Battleborn Argonauts podcast. I am sorry there was a lengthy break in between this and the last episode. I will shorten that for sure. Mark my words. Um, it's just the offseason, though, so it's my little off-season break here too so i'd like to take advantage of it but i will be back as we get closer to free agency and uh you know i'll have more content for you guys make sure you check out the twitter the instagram uh we just launched our website which is really cool you can read daily articles on all toronto sports including your toronto argonauts and teams like toronto fc the blue jays the maple leafs and your toronto raptors so thank you all for supporting us thank you all for listening like i said reach out to the socials if you want to be on the show or if you have any questions that we can answer for you on our mailbag, don't be shy. Reach out to us. We love you guys. We are so thankful for all you guys listening. That is it from me today. Go Argonauts. Go pull together. This season is going to be our season, and I feel it. Mark my words. That's all for me, folks. Have a nice weekend. Go Argos.